0: This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast B.C. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more.
1: Now, an in-depth
0: look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig, on Moose FM.
1: Welcome to the show. A little later on, we're going to be chatting with Samantha Wigglesworth, a local artist whose exhibit, Interrupting a Portrait, is wrapping up its run over at the Peace Gallery North tomorrow. She's also set to host an artist talk and canvas building demo next Thursday at the gallery, so we'll dig into all that. But first, Sabrina Troback with Troback Holistic Counseling has written a new book called Not Good Enough, Understanding Your Core Belief, and anxiety so to talk a bit about the book sabrina joins us now from a highway in manitoba sabrina welcome to moose talks
2: hi thank you for having me
1: i just love uh, seeing the canola in the background the manitoba boy in me is just so pleased about that
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well let's uh dig right into the book um first of all what made you decide to write a book kind of breaking down really the philosophy behind a lot of the counseling you offer?
2: Um, so unfortunately I typically have about a two year waiting list for counseling. And I know a lot of the other counselors in town also have a pretty significant. Waiting list. And, uh, so I thought I got to try to do something be able to provide some support for who, um, who can access counseling. So I decided book that goes through and talks about anxiety and uh, some strategies and different things to try to provide some support for, for uh, more people than what I'm able to access through my own counseling agency.
1: So you, you kind of wrote this with uh, that in mind, somebody who needs help faster than say two years, a, a way to kind of spread your reach a little further beyond just kind of people coming to sit in their chair and have a one-on-one session with you in your office, I suppose, eh?
2: Yeah, and we've found that in the last while we're getting more and more calls. You know, I probably have to two to five people a week. Uh, Earlier this spring, I did a workshop with the city of Fort St. John. We were expecting between 20 and 30 people to show up, and we ended up with over 60. So there's a lot of people that are actively wanting to work on their mental health and sort through things, and there's just not enough services to be able to provide that for support for everyone. So I'm hoping this allows people to be able to get um, some mental health support in a bit quicker of a way, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, delve into the premise of the book then, shall we? I mean, it, it says uh, the kind of subtitle is Understanding Your Core Belief and Anxiety. Of course, the title, Not Good Enough. Uh, tell us a bit about what core belief means in this context and the context to your book
2: sure so the model of therapy that i practice um basically at the very very focus of that uh, model is that everything we do we do for a reason and we're always trying to support our core belief and for a lot of people that core belief is feeling not good enough not important not valued so this core belief not good enough not important not valued plays a really significant role in everything that we do we're drawn to people places events that ultimately end up kind of reinforcing that core belief. So rather than just focusing on anxiety, we need to look deeper and look at that core belief and try to work on challenging that core belief so we feel more good enough, important, and valued.
1: Mm -hmm. I find this um, fascinating because I'll fully admit on air, um, I'm someone who I think may fall into this sort of idea of having this core belief that maybe I'm not good enough, at least some of the time and depending on the situation I'm in. When you say we're attracted to things that sort of reinforce that, what does that look like exactly? Does that mean you're sort of putting yourself up to fail by believing you're already not good enough and, and you sort of make choices in your life and hang out with people who believe the same thing?
2: Kind of, yeah. Um, if we look at an example, say alcohol. So, you know, when we go out, have a bunch of alcohol, it kind of numbs that off, not important, not valued. So for a short period of time, we don't really have to feel that emotion. But then the next day we are hung over too much money. We said something embarrassing. We broke a promise to ourselves or to others about alcohol, which ultimately then ends up reinforcing that core belief, not good enough, not important, not valued. Anger, we're seeing so much anger in our society. Again, anger keeps pushes people back. Um, It reinforces that core belief, not good enough, not important, not valued. If it was just about anger, then we'd be able to put strategies in place and we wouldn't have it anymore. But what we know happens is we put strategies in place to help cope with anger. Then you have to use those strategies for the rest of your life. What we're doing in this model of therapy and what I'm trying to address in the book is... Let's look at why the anger is there in the first place. Let's look at how it's connected to that core belief, not good, important, not valued, and how you can challenge that core belief. If you challenge the core belief so you feel more good enough, important, and valued, you don't need that anger as much.
1: And where does that core belief kind of come from? I I know that's probably going to require a long answer, but this idea that you're not good enough, or even the opposite, that you are, where, where does that... Where do you find that seems to come from in people, where that seems to start in people that they then start to make decisions that reinforce that core belief?
2: It's it's a life of experiences. All of your life experiences go away, end up developing either that core belief, good enough, important, and valued, or not good enough, not important, not valued. So we go, in our model of therapy, we go back and really look at a person's entire life and we're looking at all those experiences, not just the experiences, but how they were handled, where were you feel, were you validated, Were you able to express your emotions and talk about things and sort through things. That's going to reinforce that core belief, good enough, important and valued. If you ha- went through experiences and you were kind of brushed aside, you were ignored, you grew up with violence or aggression or neg- neglect, then you're going to develop more of that core belief, not good enough, not important, not valued. So it's a lifetime of experiences that develop that core belief over time.
1: And then through your therapy and, and ultimately this handbook that you've uh, so wonderfully uh, written, healing that belief, Where what do you do to kind of start on the road? Is it about changing that perception you have that you're not good enough? Is it about, you know, meeting people and knowing people who help you change that perception? It's about both and kind of everything else, I suppose
2: yeah we kind of we we say that there's four steps to healing we have understand or sorry awareness understand resolve and then heal so the first one awareness is really really important if you're not even aware you're not going to do anything different so starting to gain a better awareness of what your core belief actually is and how you reinforce it is really really then we have the understanding where we start using strategies, quest challenging it a little bit more. Then we have the resolve stage where we're really sorting through and figuring out the emotional impact of all of our life experiences that have created our core belief to where we are and our our emotions in general. You know, we're as you know, our society doesn't really like to feel much much emotions at all. We're maybe okay to feel, you know, angry and happy But a lot of those other emotions like fear, rejection, abandonment, uh, vulnerability, we don't like to feel those emotions. So when they come up, we push them down. Holding in and suppressing emotions make it like we can't handle things as well either, reinforces that core belief, not good enough, not important, not valued.
1: Now when you see something, uh, you see this book on the shelf, you walk by it, and maybe you're not fully aware of what your core belief might be. Is this something you have to discover on your own that, oh, maybe this is what I'm feeling and then kind of pick up the book or in some cases reach out for, you know, more help from you and other sort of counselors to start healing that? I I guess my question, my larger question is, can you know, can you find out that maybe you do need help, you know, through this book or is this book sort of you have to recognize that maybe you could use some help and then the book will be for you?
2: um well i think probably a bit of both mm-hmm. i think if you're going to the self-help section look for a book you probably already have a bit of awareness that you need to sort through something you just might not be as sure of what it is first part of the book really goes through and explains our core beliefs, explains how they develop over time um, one of the things i did when i wrote the book was i made it very hands-on so there's a lot of um charts and different things where you can go in and fill out your own information and gain a much better understanding of what your core belief actually is.
1: All right. Well, um, we're having a real hard time uh, hearing some of that. uh, I'm afraid uh, Sabrina, just with our connection and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So what I will say quickly is uh, you had said beforehand, the book's going to be available very soon in town. You're going to have some places set up for it. Uh, You also said you're going to be at the farmer's market on I guess that'd be uh, July 29th, I think. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's correct.
1: Perfect. So you'll be able to check out and get yourself a copy of this very soon. Uh, If you want more information, you can find uh, Sabrina Trobeck's uh, uh, Holistic Counseling on Facebook. They also have a website as well. Uh, Sabrina, thank you so much for taking a few minutes uh, to chat with us about this. And uh, we'll have to chat again soon, okay?
2: sounds good thank
1: you all right that's uh, sabrina trobrack who's uh, on her way back with her books as we speak uh, crossing the prairies on the way all right we're gonna chat with sabrina uh pardon me with samantha wigglesworth a local artist whose exhibit is closing at the peace gallery north uh, right after this on moose talks welcome back to the show I'm very glad to be joined now by a local artist who's had a few exhibitions happening over the Peace Gallery North. The latest one called Interrupting a Portrait uh, is coming to an end tomorrow, but there's still an artist talk and canvas building demo coming up next week with the artist. We're very glad to be joined now by Samantha Wigglesworth. Welcome to Moose Talk, Samantha.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, I want to start first a bit kind of about yourself as an artist. Where Where did your journey begin, where you got into sort of the art that you're making now, or even just art in general?
0: Art in general, I mean, it's the age old story of I've been drawing as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up uh, doing paintings with Donna Folk in town um, from age like nine to 16. Um, I then went off to art university down in Abbotsford, um, which kind of changed the avenue of my art and that's where I discovered portraiture mm-hmm. and I've been kind of stuck with it since <laughs> uh, it's kind of followed me since I uh, I really enjoy it
1: mm-hmm. and I guess my my next question is is kind of what inspires you the most I'm sure lots of things do but do you find you keep going back to as you say in terms of portraiture it's like people must inspire and, and kind of their their faces and their body language.
0: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, people inspire me, you know, portraiture. And it's it's kind of funny because uh, there's this little story I tell, you know, it's, it's funny being a portrait artist because you meet new people and you get inspired by them. And then you have to have this really awkward conversation of, I really want to paint your face. Um, <laughs> and that's a really funny conversation to have.
1: <laughs> so has that kind of been the case for kind of each one of your pieces as you meet someone and there's some quality in them that you're like, I, I want to reproduce this on canvas?
0: It it does happen. I'm getting more into uh, my own photography again. I got out of it uh, due to COVID, you know, and having uh, sparse availability. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting back into it more so. Um, and I had to start with my own face. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that'll be my artist-in-residence pieces are all self-portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Is there... Do you find there's a theme like to the quality that you find in people that you're like I I need to I need to paint you.
0: Actually the beauty of it is there's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's very sporadic. Um I said in a in another interview that uh, inspiration is is funny sometimes because sometimes it just hits you like a freight train. Mm-hmm. Uh just all of a sudden it just hits and there's nothing you can do about it other than paint it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And do you think it's it's a physical thing or is it something more emotional or something spiritual you pick up or again is it really depends on the situation It depends
0: on the situation, depends on the person and you know even looking at, you know, my different shows, they're all very different. They're yeah. all portraiture, but they're all very different. Mm-hmm. Um and you can tell, you know, different things have inspired me and, you know, Different avenues is what I was exploring.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I'm glad you brought it up because you are uh, the Peace Art Regional Arts Council, or as they're now called, Arts North Artist in Residence for kind of the, I guess, the first half this year. Um, Tell me a bit about that. What what's that been like? Kind of having this, you know, you've got a bit of financial backing to sort of explore your art and and have this, you know, kind of a tap on the shoulder from. You know, a big kind of institution of local arts here in northeast bc what what's that been like for you?
0: It has been amazing simply because the artworks that I wanted to create they're all self portraits of myself and I wanted to dive into both new technical abilities for myself and also tap into this vulnerability so um, they're very colorful portraits so i've um, I've done my own photography doing Colored lights, so there's no, like, true skin tone left anymore. Mm -hmm. It's all just color and very bright color, I might add. It's very neon, kind of hurts my eyes to paint it sometimes. But, uh, (laughs) you know, but also it's it's tapping into the different facets of myself in my expression and also my mental health journey. So Mm -hmm. a lot of them are going to be really raw in my depiction of anxiety and depression and my sensory issues and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these things I've discovered of myself and comes to terms with myself. I don't think I would be able to facilitate that without the funding mm-hmm. um, because they're not, you know, your average piece that, uh, you know, you buy off the street, right? You, you know, you're not going to find anything like that in, you know, a Winners, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, you, gotta, yeah, you got to, yeah, the funding is what's going to facilitate me to create that yeah. and have that opportunity.
1: Mm -hmm. And I mean, it gives you time to do it, too, as well, because you don't have to work as much out of your day job and all that. Uh, So the exhibit or the exhibition ends tomorrow at Peace Gallery North. So there's still today and tomorrow. You can go check it out. Uh, And then you've got this artist talk and canvas making workshop coming on. Uh, uh, coming up next week, I think on the Thursday, if I remember yes. right. Yes, yeah. um, Tell us a bit about uh, what that's all about.
0: Yeah, so the artist talk is going to be diving in a little bit more to what I was talking about with the artist-in-residence pieces, mm-hmm. and you'll get a little bit more behind the scenes in what's going on in my brain um, with those. Um, and then the canvas-making workshop. I, I got taught uh, in university um, how to make my own canvases, and I cannot stress enough how much money that has saved me Hmm. and how valuable of a skill that is. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually used to help my professor teach the first years every semester so I could remember how to do it. Um, (laughs) And um, I mean, the quality of canvases that you can make for $15 Mm -hmm. overall versus what you would buy is night and day difference. Wow. Like it's it's insane.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's about kind of here's where you get the ing- uh, the ingredients, the um uh the uh, supplies, I should say, and then, you know, building it and turning it into a canvas of the size you want of I suppose the type of canvas it is and
0: all oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah, it it allows you to make whatever size you want, mm-hmm. right? Like I mean, I just buy two by fours and I cut them down and my dad helps me with that in the, in the wood shop and we cut them down into these, um, stretchers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll show people that I won't actually demo cause we won't have a wood shop in yeah. that area. Um, but I'm going to, you know, have little, little, um, um, pamphlets that'll have all the information on it as well. And then stretching the actual canvas is a very particular way you have to do it in order for it to, um, work properly. Mm. Um, so I have that pretty ingrained in me and I'm, I'm pretty good at showing it. Yeah.
1: Well, I want to skip ahead to, to kind of your final, um, uh, thing that you're doing as the artist in residence mm-hmm. in Dawson Creek. Tell us a bit about that, uh, that show.
0: Yeah. So that'll be the show of, um, it'll be eight of my self portraits, mm-hmm. um, on final display. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And that's, uh, what, uh, what are the dates for that? It will be. I apologize. Oh, that's I okay. Put you on the spot. That's okay.
0: <laughs> It'll be September. Um, keep an eye out on the um, uh, Dawson Creek Art Gallery gotcha. uh, page um, for the actual dates and times of that event.
1: Okay. And then finally, uh, what's kind of next for you after that and beyond? As I understand you are returning to uh, school for more studies.
0: Yes. So I'm going to be returning to Abbotsford for my final year at mm-hmm. UFV, um, taking my bachelor degree of fine arts. Um, yeah. And then the goal after that is to be a full-time practicing artist in whatever capacity that ends up bringing me.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, Samantha, I'm really grateful you took a few minutes to chat with us. Again, the, uh, uh, the show Interrupting a Portrait is still on over at the North Piece. Uh, pardon me, Peace Gallery North. And again, next Thursday, you can sign up uh, and show up for this uh, wonderful art talk and uh, canvas making uh, demo that's going to be going on. For more info, check out the Peace Gallery North uh, Facebook page and whatnot. Samantha, thank you so much for being here this morning.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: You're very welcome. Our thanks again to our guests, Sabrina Troback and Samantha Wigglesworth, for joining us today. Make sure you stay up to date every morning with local news delivered straight to your inbox. You can sign up for the EnergeticCity.ca newsletter right now over at EnergeticCity.ca slash newsletters. You can also keep up on local municipal government politics with our Peace Politics newsletter, And learn more about some excellent local events and ideas for outstanding outings around the piece with our summer events newsletter as well. Sign up for any and all of them now at energeticcity.ca slash newsletters. Well, that's our show for today. Trey Lopashinsky and Jordan Prentice are the producers of Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Be well.